Welcome to The Contemplative Life. Three pastors, friends, and spiritual companions help us explore spirituality through a contemplative lens. I'm Christina Roberts. I'm Chris Roberts. I'm Christina Kaiser. We're glad you joined us. Hello. It's great to be with you. Today, we're talking about how the words yes and can be this great source of empowerment in our lives. And perhaps it's helpful to first say that what we're not talking about here is always saying yes to everything that comes our way. Obviously, sometimes no is both necessary and an appropriate response. But for instance, when it comes to working with others and brainstorming for the future and having a conversation, it turns out that a posture of yes and can be really helpful. So for those of you who may not be familiar, yes and is a well-used practice in the acting world, particularly improv. But not only that, it's additionally been picking up traction in the business world. In fact, at this point, you could do a blog search on Google and find that there's all kinds of resources. So they will tell you a no at the business table is going to be a straight up creativity stopper. A no will automatically shut down all conversation, which we'd kind of expect, I suppose. But if you can believe it, what they actually say is that yes, Yes, but is even worse because for just a split second, there's this yes that comes out and it brings in all of this hope that we're going somewhere, we're going to do this. And then if that yes is followed up by that word, but suddenly it becomes this moment of betrayal, a disconnecting moment instead of a connecting one. And so as I have kind of studied and looked into all of this, I've found it kind of interesting from a spiritual perspective, because for one, isn't connection to others like one of our biggest goals in the spiritual world? And if we keep going from there in terms of things that we're working on, many of us are trying to do things like remain open, reduce our rigidity, being able to flow a little bit, lessen our tendency to judge, all of which are things that the spirit of yes and can help with. And so as we kick off the conversation today, I would love to hear any of your experiences with yes and or what sparks in you even now as we start talking about it. Well, I think for me, I've seen this show up in some of my spiritual guidance, spiritual companioning sessions. And as I'm listening to someone bring forth something, really wanting to validate what they're saying, even if it's maybe something that I don't agree with or would want to challenge. Yes, I hear that. And this also brings up for me X, Y, Z and maybe posing a question. And so to me, I have found this and space in my own life when I, I, I purposely use that word, I find an expansiveness of trying to listen and receive what the other person's saying. And also, can we crack that open a little bit more in our conversation? I love that you bring up that this is starting to show up more in the, the workforce. I think where I've experienced probably creative shutdown is mostly in the workforce. I like to think of myself as a creative person. And when there's an openness to possibility, it seems as if there's an openness to you. And I think what we're talking about here is that we're just open to, to others, to their ideas, to what, what's coming up. And I love that this is starting to emerge more in society and places that you wouldn't think that it would, you know, it's my way or the highway, these rigid systems and structures 
So I love that it's starting to make its way into places. I think whenever you have a yes and approach to relationships, right? Because essentially we're, we're just all relationally connecting and doing work together. But when you have a yes and, I think you have an approach to a more healthy, a more valued centered ethos uh, in the workforce. So yeah, I really like that your your readings and findings are are saying that this is this is making a uh, an emergence in in society. Yeah, I feel like even as both of you are talking, I'm reminded of all the places where we're talking about the fact that it's it's hard on us. We are looking for validation. And sometimes I will read like, oh, you know, as humans, we tend to be really hard on ourselves. We judge ourselves a lot. And I, I won't necessarily feel that in my day to day. Just, oh, I'm, I'm walking along. I'm doing this usual thing in my life and this usual thing. Um, but as soon as you are in a connected moment with another human, you're almost immediately looking to feel like that person cares about you, um, values your opinions. At least I am. I don't know. And so I think that sense of, yeah, let's, let's explore that for a minute or let's give that a try. It's not even that somebody's thing has to work out to its inevitable end. I mean, does anything really, like, don't we always have to shift around? But that feeling of no, not you, it so easily is drummed up in our, in our psyche, I guess, a little bit. So I do think it's been a big deal in the workforce. And I think the pandemic has also provided opportunity where we're having to do a lot of yes ands, where, you know, we're, we're thinking about hybrid type of situations. We're thinking about, you know, because I think it's really easy to get caught up in the nose. You can't, you're limited. Nope, 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 door shut, which is also part of our reality. But I think when we're looking for the yes and it, I think our brain kind of looks for different opportunities and ways to engage, which I find super helpful and opening. I think the the thing that is most challenging about yes and is is time. Like we're we're limited in our time. And so I think no is just a quick response to I don't have time to I, where it plays out in my life is with my children. You know, they're they're all they're very creative and they want to try things out of the box. And a lot of times I think what is the most healthy thing is to let it play out, to say yes. And even though I know it might not work, but it's it's a better lesson for them to learn by experimenting and trying something than for me to say, no, it won't work. As I think about this, yes, and I think we, we have to view our time differently. We have actually have to say this is a relationship that I want to foster, I want to care for. And if I let this time be taken up now, I think in in the future, I'm going to get that time back. If I let them learn this lesson now, I'm going to get that time back. But a lot of times we have a, you know, a scarcity with our time. And so I, I can see why no is so attractive whenever we're thinking about creativity. We're thinking about doing things out of the box. Not to say that the allure of no uh, doesn't doesn't come upon me. It, it does. And sometimes you do have to say no. But I think also you have to think, I'm going to get this time back if I, if I let this lesson play out right now. It's a beautiful point. I mean, 
time is absolutely the struggle. And it is so much easier to say no than it is to open up my own creativity for how could yes and work in this scenario. Uh, and I even think when it comes to parenting, the yes and towards myself is becoming important. So if I'm going to say yes to you, I need to say yes and I will give time to me. I mean, like, uh, our kids just had time off and they all like to talk at the same time. And it just feels like all day there's a mom, mom, mom. And then there's a mom, mom, mom. If it doesn't, if I'm not responding fast enough. And then if there's like too many, then somebody starts clapping. Like there's so much demand. And so I do find that I have to say, yes, I, I will give time to each of you and I will give time to myself or else you might not exist tomorrow. Like there won't be enough patience in me. Um, but also, yeah, they're creative stuff, right? Like, they do come up with a lot of creativity. You are so right. And it is a challenge to keep going. Yes, let's see how that feels to you. <laughs> so long as it's safe enough. And I think enough. as we're, you know, kind of framing this in a contemplative perspective, right? Um, contemplative spirituality. I think even recognizing, I, you know, I'm hearing in both of you, this idea of abundance versus the scarcity. And as we relate to God and our images of God, coming like that God has that posture of generosity towards us and a willingness for us to try and to experience with things as, you know, children of, of the divine of God. And so I think that that feels very freeing that I can do things and maybe it's not going to turn out, or maybe I will have something down the road that comes of it or not, but there's this um, generosity of posture towards, you know, whether it be spiritual practices or our mindsets or ways in which we approach God, that just seems really full and abundant as we're talking about this. Yes. And space. Yeah, that's so beautiful. And and I'm even calling to mind with that whole self-care aspect of it, the especially if you're in a helper profession, yes, I will I will hear your story and I will let your story go. <laughs> that's just a huge aspect of it because the other possibility is I will hear your story and I will hold on to it and it, it, it will become my story too. So I will hear your story and I will let your story go is a huge aspect of the self-care. It's funny how it both works in the boardroom and it works in your personal and life. Christina, I really value what you're saying about, you know, I will receive your story and I will let it go. Because I think that in this conversation of yes, and there are also boundaries. There's also sometimes where there is a no, you know, there's the famous Bible verse, let your yes be yes and your no be no. And I think sometimes as we're doing the yes ands, we recognize in this space of openness and possibility and abundance, I am recognizing these actually are my continual yeses. And this actually becomes and turns into a no. And we can find some of those boundaries and, you know, pruning or stripping down of things to have like really solid yeses in our lives. And so I think as I'm listening to us today, to me, the yes and opens us up to possibilities and maybe new ways. But I'm wondering if from that then comes discernment into these continue to be my ongoing yeses where, you know, this has been a yes and for right now, but ultimately like that's not going to continue. We're not going to indefinitely have these yeses. What do you think about that? Yeah, I really like that. I think sometimes the yes and can appear to be too loosey-goosey. I, I don't want to say yes to everything. Uh, that feels a little bit too too open because sometimes in our life, we, we do need to have boundaries. We, we do need to say no to certain things. And I think that's where the contemplative can really help. If you know yourself, you know, we, we had a, 
if you know yourself, you know your limitations, you know your sticking points, you know your triggers, you put yourself in a situation and, and you need to say no. You don't need to say yes. And I think that's health to be able to say, no, I'm not, I'm not really going to go there. I don't think the outcome would be great. So I really like what, what you brought up, Christina. Yeah. I think that word discernment is just huge. And, and adding in what you're saying, Chris, too, right? It's this process of getting to know ourselves and, and really getting a, a stronger sense of flow and this connection to the divine in our lives. Like it just comes in so that in one moment I am able to say, yes, this is the way that I like to fill the dishwasher and your way of filling the dishwasher won't like keep the dishes from getting clean, right? So, so that the relational breaks aren't just falling fast and furious all over our lives. But yeah, of course, right? We still have a sense of agency and our kids aren't running out barefoot in the negative 17 degree weather, right? There's also the opportunity to say, yeah, you want that short sleeve shirt? No problem. And you need a sweater <laughs> because it's cold outside and, and they're young. And so it's going to be that experience, but it happens to me in the business world too, where someone's going to say, Oh, I think we should spend X amount of dollars on something, or we should go this direction. And something in me is feeling something, whether it's, it's usually about me, right? Like, well, if we do that, that's going to affect my life in this kind of a way. And I don't really like that. We really struggle though, to tell people I'm having a really emotional reaction right now. <laughs> we just don't like to say that. So we try to come up with some clever way of getting out of talking about the emotional reaction that we're having instead of being able to say, sure, let's give your thing a try. And then let's have an, an opportunity to evaluate this or yes, we can give your thing a try. And I'm having an emotional reaction right now. It's just so hard. But the, the more that we get to that space, um, probably the better we're going to feel. Yeah. And I think even kind of going back to my point earlier, as I'm sitting with people and maybe they're bringing an idea or a value that I, I don't necessarily resonate with. And okay, yes, I'm hearing that and the space. And I think sometimes from that, I actually do change. And I hear what the person's saying with more of an openness and it does shift me a little bit. And other times it doesn't, and it actually kind of solidifies where I'm coming from. But I think, again, the point being, it's coming from that pace of expansiveness and openness. And that's where the discernment comes from versus I am closed-minded. It is only this way. To me, that feels very tight and not expansive. And I think from that place of expansiveness to then be able to clearly say a yes or a no to me feels much more contemplative of what we're talking about. Well, thank you guys so much for this conversation today. It's helpful. It's generative. I'll look forward to seeing how uh, it continues to play out in our lives. And now is the time that we tend to transition to talk a little bit about what we are into this week. So tell me, friends, what are you into? Well, I am into sculpting the perfect mustache. Uh, I recently had a trip to visit my uh, family in Texas, and uh, I've always admired my dad's mustache. My dad has an amazing mustache. He's been growing it for 50 years. And, um, you know, I, I, I've coveted his mustache. And, uh, you know, if, if, if anybody's familiar with the actor Sam Elliott, it's Sam Elliott S. You know, it's just this amazing mustache. And so, 
during this winter season, I am trying to sculpt the perfect mustache. I have, you know, badger mustache shaping oil and Amish shaping oil and, you know, trying to, trying to get it sculpted in just the perfect way. So I, I have vainly been into my mustache over the past couple of months. Nice. Um, well, I am into different variations of fire of all things. And so um, I'm kind of reflecting this book. It talks about the four elements, you know, fire, wind, water, and earth. And so I've just really been into fire lately. And I, whether it be our fireplace at night or candles, I am like lighting candles in all the rooms. Sometimes I'll have multiple candles going on in a room, um, outdoor fire pits, just, I don't know, really appreciating what fire brings, you know, we're recording this in the dead of winter, so it's appropriate, but just really appreciating fire lately. Love the fire. And I wish you well on your mustache grooming. (laughs) I have all the images of what that must look like. Uh, I am into puzzles. So every now and again, I feel like I get on a puzzle kick and uh, for whatever reason, my husband decided to join me this time, but he is doing 3d stuff. So he got these like wooden 3d, almost like models and created things. So we needed a clock for the downstairs and he created a clock, which was actually a puzzle that is now on the wall, which is so fancy. Uh, and then I created this like Boston one, so, like, going back to having a way to remember that place that we so love. Puzzles have been all the rage. Thank you for joining us today. As you may have picked up on, we very much value community and relationship here at the Contemplative Life. And so we would love it if you had a moment to drop us a line, let us know where you're listening from, or even let us know if you have questions or topics that you would like to see addressed here on the podcast. You can find all of our contact information on our website, thecontemplativelife.net. Thanks, everybody. See you all soon. Thank you.